There's such a sweet presence of the Lord. It's good to see everybody in the house of the Lord. Amen. You know what I want us to do, you know, uh, with the whole situation that's around the world, we want to pray for Turkey. You know, with the earthquake. Can we just lift our hands? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, right now, God, I'm asking God that you send angels. God, I'm asking God that, Lord, healthcare workers will receive strength. Lord, with the whole situation, God, in, in, in Turkey right now, God, I pray, God, that the proper medical care and the necessity will reach to those, God, that needs it, Lord. I pray, God, right now that you help sustain life. Father, right now, I pray for the miraculous to enter this nation, Lord. Come on, just leave your voice right now. Lord, again, I'm thankful for, for the response of the people. Lord, bringing in the right equipment in, bringing in food and the necessities. But God, help us, Lord. Lord, help us. God, put our minds together, work as a coordinate effort, Lord, to, to help this nation right now. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, hallelujah. Let's give God praise. Let's give Him honor. Amen. You know, you may be seated again. Uh, there's so much I want to do today, but I thought of doing uh, a, a new segment called Memorizing of Scripture, but I don't know whether I have time for that. Maybe we shall do that, you know, maybe we just read a couple of scriptures, you know, and this is your memory, a uh, uh, memory uh, 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 scripture for this week. It's found in Hebrew chapter 11, verse 6. Okay, Hebrew chapter 11, verse 6. Okay. Amen. Okay, this is not my, my, my preaching uh, notes, but I think this is good for us to keep in remembrance because it's the word of God that, that, that help us. Amen. Uh, Hebrew chapter 11, verse 6. But Without faith, come on, read it together with me. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is. Everybody say, He is. He is. And that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Amen. Another scripture that I find that is so helpful for me, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Amen. That's why we come every Sunday. We want God to energize our faith. Amen. And you know, that's why it's so important to, to open your ears and listen and allow God to speak through me. Okay. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, today you will not have to recite this together. But next week onwards, you know, we're going to do some reciting of scripture. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, I want to talk to you today. You know, we've been talking a lot about unity, but at the same time, I, I, I want to be careful how I talk about this unity because anything that is a virtue can be, you know, going to the extreme, okay? Like, for instance, when we talk about love, we can go to the extreme, you know, and, 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 and we will define love and we will define unity according to human terms and not biblical definition. That's why truth is so important. Truth brings balance. Amen. Because we can talk about this unity and how many of you remember the story of the Tower of Babel? They were united. They were one people, one language. Amen. But their motives wasn't right. So in our quest of finding unity, if, if we, we are not careful, it can be lopsided. Amen. Are you all with me here? I am for unity. But unity has its framework. 
Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Because if, if not, listen to me. You know, you, how many of you remember Japanese occupation? You know, the people of Japan were united. They were all behind the emperor. They want to conquer the entire world. But they were evil. Amen. So, I, I, I don't just unite for the sake of uniting. I have got to put proper boundaries. Amen. Everybody say boundaries. Okay, so, so let's turn to a couple of scripture here today. You know, uh, uh, again, you know, I may take two sessions to do this, but, but at the same time, I feel that, you know, uh, if we don't do this segment, we can, you know, be lopsided. Okay, everybody say praise God. You know, why don't we stand for the reading of God's word again? Sorry, uh, in Tabernacle, enjoy a lot of standing, a lot of sitting, a lot of clapping, a lot, because we like people to get involved. Amen. Are, are you all with me here? <laughs> Amen. This, this is the kind of scripture, you know, when I read this scripture, ugh, you know, you, you cringe. Okay, because, you know, it goes to tell you things that, that, that perhaps, you know, uh, are very straightforward, but, but we need to hear it. Luke chapter 12, verse 49 to 53. Okay, I came to send fire on the earth and how I wish it were already kindled. But I have a baptism to be baptized with. This is talking about his suffering. And how distressed I am till it is accomplished. Do you suppose that I came to give peace on earth? I tell you not at all. But rather division. I mean, one moment last week he prayed for oneness. But now he's talking about I come to bring division. From, for from now on, five in one house will be divided. Three against two, two against three. Wow, here comes us, the, the, the verse that I, 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 I cringe, 53. Father will be divided against son and son against the father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. It's kind of scary, isn't it? Huh? I mean, you know, sometimes when you read the scripture, you know, last week we talked about he prayed for oneness, right? Unity, right? But now, he says, I come to divide you. You know, and, and I think it's, it's important to understand context, okay? That's why you need me to break down the word of God. Amen. <laughs> okay, you know what? If, if, if we keep on talking about unity without truth, it's a dangerous place to be. Amen. Amen. You know, how many of you ever talk about love and love, 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 until you become goofy love? Love that allows and tolerates abuse. That's not love. Amen. Love has got to have a proper framework because the Bible says, love rejoices in truth. Okay. Everybody say amen. So we're going to be talking about what does a biblical unity looks like. And how sometimes, before it can get better, it gets worse first. Amen. Are you all with me? Okay. You know, again, today I stand here recognizing the burden of this message. As well as I'm here to let you know that I don't have the fullness of all truth. I'm here 
not to say that I know it all. I'm here to tell you that, 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 that I'm a work in progress. And I'm striving for allow the Holy Spirit to sanctify me. And, and, and so is this church. It's not going to be perfect. And, and, and we don't claim to have all the revelations. I, I want to make that very clear. We are all a work in progress. Can, can everybody say amen? You know, uh, and, and, and the Holy Spirit is working upon us. And, and I thank God for, for, for blow. You talk about what is happening on Tuesday prayer meeting. It's just such a, a search of, of the gifts of the Spirit moving in our midst. We have testimonials of people that have direction, that have their jobs, and, and they have their healing. Amen. You know, I, I, I'm here just to advertise what the Lord is doing. You know, we pray for those that cannot come. I understand that it may be a season where it's difficult. But if you can, you know, if you have a break, you know, if, if your schedule allows you, you should come. Because there is a power when people gather together. You say, why is there a power when people gather together? I'll tell you why. Zoom meeting, don't cut it. The Bible says gather. Amen. The one first reason is because it's a biblical reason for the people to gather so much as you see the day approaching. It's a physical gathering. It's not a Zoom gathering. Everybody say amen. And there is something that I want to talk to you about. It's about the power of laying on hands. The Bible talks about laying on hands. When he talks about laying on hands, he's not punching you, okay? It's laying on hands. It's called impartation. Oh, I, 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 you know what? One day, maybe next week or maybe after this series, I'm talking about going back to the laying of hands. Amen. Okay, everybody say praise God. Are you all with me here today? You know, again, uh, pray for me. Today is going to be a, a rough ride, okay? And I, I don't want this to make you feel uncomfortable, but it, it has to. It will bring you to true peace. There is a false peace. The Bible prophesied that the Antichrist will come with claiming peace and safety. But then he broke the covenant with the people of Israel. We, we got to be careful because in the last days, you know, there's this uh, ecumenical movement, okay, that, that, that says that they, 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 they seek, okay, they seek for that unity that was found in the apostolic age. The early church had it, but they feel one thing. You know what that one thing is? They forgot to be steadfast in the apostles' doctrine. Teaching comes first before any other unity you're talking about. Amen. Everybody say praise God. I, I hope you understand that, that, that in order for us to have this true ecumenical movement, which means all of us becoming one, you cannot compromise truth. Are you with me? Everybody say amen because truth is an important deal because you must worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Okay, everybody say praise God. Shall we just lift our hands and pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I feel the weight of today's message. Because I don't want to be misunderstood that 
we have it all. Lord, we are so far from having it all. Lord, we humble ourselves today before you in the presence of Jesus. And Father, I pray today, God, give us, God, a love of truth. And only the truth shall make us free, Father, right now. God, not people's opinion, but the truth will set us free, Father, right now. In order for us to embrace truth, Lord, when we embrace truth, we have true unity. And then when we have true unity, we have true peace that comes from above. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, help us, lead us, and guide us in Jesus' name. And all God's people say, Amen. You may be seated. Again, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, one of my favorite Christmas scripture. Unto us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Amen. You know, I don't know about you, Christmas, we have a tendency to see this whole banner. You know, it says, glory to God in the highest goodwill towards men and peace on earth. Let me ask you this thing today, but why is there so much war today? If Jesus Christ came to bring peace on earth, why is there rumors of war? Why is there things that is out there that, that, that threatens peace? Where is this peace? Was it some kind of joke that, that Jesus was trying to, 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 to make us happy but not pull through? Amen. You see, we misunderstand this, this verse. He says, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom God is well pleased. We, you know, when, 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 when we are talking about this peace, okay, the reason why there is so many wars that is happening because men have not, not, not resolved that relationship with their God. Amen. Everybody say, praise. There's not going to be peace on earth when we are rebelling against God. Can I hear a big Amen. Okay, there is not going to be a peace. There is not going to be peace on earth when we are breaking his commandments to the right and to the left. That we live our lives like an atheist and call ourselves Christians. There is not going to be peace. In fact, sometimes it is hard for you to sit in a service. <laughs> Everybody say praise God. When we are talking about things that, 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 that will attack your comfort that will attack your standing and and all we are doing is to bring you to alignment of that unity with God amen you see folks let me say this unity is a gift from God and it can never be manufactured amen. come on everybody say amen Unity is a gift from God. Uh, for God to be one with me, He was the great mediator. God came in flesh. He paid the price for me, therefore that I can be one with Him. Amen. Everybody say amen. However, listen, it is up to the people of God to maintain that oneness with Him. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. You see, if I am not one with Him, then I'm personally at war with Him. Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> Let's turn to James chapter 4, verse 1 and 4. 
James chapter 4, verse 1 and 4. From whence comes wars and fighters among you? Come they not hints even of your lust? That war in your members, ye lust and have not, ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, ye, yet ye have not because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lust. Ye adulterers and adulteresses. Know ye not that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever, whosoever therefore will be a friend of this world is the enemy of God. Wow, that is a tough statement. Amen. This peace that God is going to give us is going to give us when the people of God, this, this peace that surpasses our understanding, there's only one condition of it. It's called unconditional surrender. Thank you for one nodding of head. Amen. Huh? Are you all with me here today? If you want this peace, you want the blessings of God, not, you better stop being autonomous. <laughs> and you start having God being one with Him. The first aspect of being one with Him, He is the Lord of your life. Amen. Are you with me? Again, John chapter 14 verse 27 says this, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. Do I give it to you? Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Amen. This peace that, 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 that I'm talking about can be experienced. This peace of God must be, we must first find that peace when we are one with Him. Amen. And that's what sometimes prayer meeting is all about. You say, Pastor, you know, after prayer meeting, oh, I feel that peace of God that guards me. You know what? I'm not so worried anymore because in that prayer meeting, most of us are aligning our thoughts, aligning our emotions, aligning ourselves to the things of God. And suddenly, bam, there's liberty. Suddenly, overwhelmed peace comes over your heart. And there, the spirit of fear dies. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. You see, I, I, I'm going to be teaching about certain things in the Spirit. There are some things in the Spirit is called mysterious. It's called the secret things of God. Amen. It's, it's just like this. You know, I can tell you that durian is so good. <laughs> I mean, for those who love durians, you know what I'm talking about. Durian is so nice. I, I don't know what can describe children, you only have to taste. And the Bible does talk about taste and see that the Lord is good. There are some things goes beyond intellectual understanding. You have to taste it. Everybody say amen. You know, there was, there was a mystery that happened in a prayer meeting. We do not know what happened, but it happened. Okay, there were people going there tired, but there was something that there were people going there dragging their kids and they are so thankful. Amen. I brought my child into the presence because there is something that is called glory that is unmistakably, undeniably present there. Amen. Come on, everybody say, praise the Lord. There is secrets in the kingdom of God. But if you were only, you know, the Bible says in Hebrew chapter 11 verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please Him. That He, when He comes to God, He must believe that He is. 
Then the goes on, he said that, that he is a rewarder of them that seek him diligently. I take the word of God. I go into his presence, say God, somehow or other, I come not because pastor tells me. I come because I know when two and three are gathered, it's a, there is agreement prayer and there is power in gathering together the church, the body of Christ, the bride of Christ. Amen. I don't know about you. You can pray alone in a home. Alone, you are not the church. Let me say that again. Alone, you are not the church. And when you are not the church, the Bible calls the church the bride of Christ. Let me tell you something. My wife has a lot of power over my children. Hello? Can you all nod your head? When we come together and agree, that dimension changes. From a child of God, you become the bride of Christ. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on. I'm getting excited enough. And when I come, I come just being obedient. And when we come, when two and three agrees, amen, concerning things, oh, oh, that we pray about something happen in our midst. There is deliverance. I was praying for deliverance from people. I am delivered. Are you with me here today? There is some things that I cannot describe to you. There are some things after fasting and prayer for many hours, you know it is done in the spirit world. But yet, you have not seen it manifest yet. But you wait for the promise to unfold. Amen. Everybody say praise God. So, when I come, I believe that God is a rewarder. I come, you know, because of this principle, diligently seek Him. Coming on a service requires sacrifice. Amen. Talking about the Antichrist. Antichrist is coming. The spirit of Antichrist is at work. Amen. The reason why He cannot show His full head is because the church is still around. Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise God. And when we come together, we don't just pray our own agenda. You know, I was, saw, I, was see, I was watching a clip by Lee Kuan Yew. Powerful clip. I say this, no. He fears for the next generation because everything is so easy for them. All they think about is them and their family. But they don't think about society at large. He said that. I mean, he's not an apostolic preacher. Look here, folks. You and I have this responsibility to create what it means to be a Christian. Amen. Christianity is not just me and my family. This is so powerful that, that, that I have to let the whole world know. That's why we have faith promise in the 5th of March. Amen. Amen. That we are saying that there's something bigger than you. And then your vision is to enlarge a little bit and don't focus on just your family. Amen. This power, this gospel. You know, when my family is not ready, I'm not going to wait until my family is ready. I'm going to share the good news. And get everybody involved in this and, and let's, guess what? Every time when I get out the world and when I go out, do mission trip, I, 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 my, my vision becomes bigger of what God can do. Amen. 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 Everybody say, praise the Lord. Again, Romans chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, it says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. This peace is a gift. Amen. We are justified. Everybody shout justified. justified. Do you know what justified means? Justified means just as if you have no sin. 
This, this, this oneness with God is a gift from God. Salvation is a gift from God. Amen. And you are justified with Him just as if that I don't have sin. But listen, don't stop there once you are born again. Now God needs to sanctify you. To bring you to that oneness. Amen. Because justified is only the beginning stage. But don't stop there. Don't live in justification. Allow the Holy Spirit to continue to sanctify you. To make you more like Jesus Christ. Sanctification is a word that we use. Becoming more like Jesus Christ. When I talk about more like Jesus, as I become more like Jesus Christ, guess what happened? I got more authority in the spirit world. And I pray according to the Father. Amen. I pray God hears from heaven. That's the kind of authority. It's not just about character building. The more I represent Him, the more Christ lived in me, means what? You have spiritual authority in the spiritual realm. Yeah, have you ever noticed people pray nothing happened on? Hello? And people say, but, but Pastor, when you pray, how come things happen? Not because of the title. Eh? The more oneness you get with God, the more the Word of God abides in you. Christ lived in you. It comes as an impartation of His nature over you. It's not something that can be conjured up by willpower. I wish willpower would cut it, but willpower has no power compared with God's power. Amen. Stop telling your children to behave better. <laughs> they have no ability to behave better. They are flesh. No flesh can please God. But you tell them a God who loves you wants to empower you. Amen. And then you take them into the house of the Lord to meet the glory of God. And the glory will change them. Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know what? Listen, you know, some of you will remember this, you know, uh, Jesse, okay. You know, when he was young, wow, my goodness, he is strong. Uh, Sunday school teacher. Sam was the Sunday school teacher. Strong, yeah? He go to the toilet and lock himself up. Don't want to go Sunday school. Sam got to go underneath. Why are you doing that? But then, when we pray him through the Holy Ghost. Mark, you were there. Mark Young, where are you? Yeah, you were the group leader. Right? And then when he received the Holy Ghost, he changed. That's what happened to Glory. The glory will change that individual. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. That's for, you know, just to give you all a little bit. This year, we're going to have kids camp. Amen. Everybody say praise God. And with the kids camp, the reason why we want the kids camp is we want the children to come to experience God on their own. And when they experience God, they'll be changed. Amen. I'm believing God to fill many with the Holy Ghost. Come on, everybody say amen. Can we agree on that? Amen. We want them to have a true encounter with Jesus Christ. Amen. But again, you know, the Bible says God justifies us. That, but then, remember this, I say that there's this whole sanctification process that, 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 that you and I, when we are on earth, we have to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, to cleanse us, to sanctify us, which means... I am becoming more like Jesus Christ. Amen. 
Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. But we are bound to give thanks to God always for you, brethren, beloved by the Lord, because God from the beginning chose you for salvation through sanctification by the Spirit and believe in the truth. That's why truth is so important. Truth sanctifies. Amen. Amen. If you can unconditionally surrender to the workings of the Holy Spirit and His Word, He sanctifies you. And the purpose of He sanctifies you is not because you have a good behavior, you score point with God. Some people think this, eh, that being a Christian is you've got to be a good person. There's nobody good. Eh? Hello? I ask people this, uh, you know, what do you think? You go heaven? I think I'll go heaven. I'm not so bad. Eh? The Bible says, all oh, have fallen short of the glory of God. Eh? None righteous. Eh? The only reason why, you know, some people think I'm not a bad person, what? Hello, that's not the equation that God's going to... I mean, I, I'm standing here before you today, I'm going to tell you this, no. There are people better than me. Like. There are people more loving than me. Brother David, there are people more loving than me. Like. Unfortunately, all men's attempt will never meet the approval of the glory of the Lord. Amen. Are, are you all with me here today? None of us are righteous. That's the part where I think we mess up many times that we look at the person, oh, not badly, he's actually good. Are you sure he's going to hell or not? I, I wish that was a way. But the Bible says none of us, the only way that, that, that we can be saved is we are in that oneness relationship with him. And all of us got our timetable. So don't compare with each other. There may be things that you're struggling. There may be some of you are in a perfect place at the right time. You may not have it all together. But you are a perfect baby Christian. Yeah. You hear what I'm saying? You know, that God looks in the crowd and He sees your experience. He sees your context. He sees whether it's rebellion or whether it's ignorance. Yeah. Amen. Come on, everybody say, but, but again, don't live in ignorance. Ignorance is, 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 is not bleeds. Huh? Because truth shall make us free. One of the things that it frees me is the authority and my identity as a believer. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. Come on, everybody say, praise the Lord. Come on, are you with me? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Again, you know, when Jesus said this, okay, you know, he, he was describing, you know, when he was saying that, you know, I was baptized, I wish that it were all accomplished right now. What he was saying, Jesus was describing, you know, uh, uh, you know, when he says, I have a baptism to be baptized with and how distressed I am till it's accomplished. You know what he was talking about? He's not talking about his water baptism, he's talking about the baptism of suffering. The whole context, you must... Uh, in this statement, Jesus was describing his impending crucifixion. He was fully aware of the fact that he's going to be headed to the cross of Calvary. This was not a shock or a surprise to him. Being God, he fully knew uh, everything and what's going to take place after this. He knew that they will rip his beard out of his face. He knew that his back will be torn open uh, with a Roman cat of nine tails. He knew that the cross would chant crucified him over and over again. He knew that in the, in the midst of his, uh, 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 his disciples, there was traitors. 
He knew that uh, his now devoted disciple will soon abandon him in his hour of need. Worst of all, was the knowledge that he will take on raw sewage of all men's sin. Amen. In this statement, he's saying, I want to get through this. I am constrained. I'm under pressure until it is complete. I want to complete it. I want to finish it. I want to go to the cross and purchase the salvation of humanity. To live under no false illusion as what was ahead. Amen. We know that he, 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 you know, and we read in the Bible that he entered into Jerusalem on the back of a donkey and the multitudes laid uh, the palm branches at his feet and they cried out, Hosanna to the son of David. But these disciples were so excited. This is great, they thought. Now, everybody discovering this wonderful Lord, the same people who shouted Hosanna to the son of David were the same people that shout crucify him. You know what I've learned? You can't trust people all the time. <laughs> Amen. You know what I realized about people? They are like fan club. You know how many fans of there are? Chelsea, don't raise your hands. Okay, uh, I'll cause a mutiny here, you know. Uh, but you have people from Manchester United, you know, die-hard Manchester United. Even though your lo team losing, you still, yeah, they will recover. You know, I, I, I shall not say you are in deception. I'll get into trouble. You know, but, but I notice about fan. When everything is going well, then I'm a number one big fan. But when everything goes bad, well, loud, the manager so bad. Amen. <laughs> and this is what we see happening. You know, when, when Jesus was coming in, you know, they were shouting, Hosanna. You know, again, you know, when Jesus was talking about this passage about being baptized with this baptism, he was, he, he, he was no under the illusion that, 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 that everything's going to be okay. That's going to be, that's going to be suffering. That's the truth. That's going to be suffering. And, and there are times, listen to me very carefully, that, 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 that people that, you know, there are two extremes that I'm talking about. There are people that are so, uh, uh, if I can say, in your face offensive. They are just rude. You know, they just... You know, before you see anything, you know, the Bible talks about your, you must, your, 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 your speech must be seasoned with salt. Eh? You know, that means you got to build a relationship most of the time. You don't remember the story of the woman at a well, Samaritan woman. Jesus did not go down and say, you prostitute. <laughs> uh, you, you lose woman. Do you know who I am? He did not say that at all. He, he, he started aligning him, you know, say, hey, hey, you know, if you, you know, he asked a simple question about drinking water. Remember that story? You know, he wasn't rash. He wasn't harsh in judgment. But he connected with people. Amen. But then there's another extreme group of people that don't want to talk straightforward business. That everything is so politically correct one. You know, your true friends will tell you what it is really. What is the truth, lad? You may not like to hear. Parents, you have to say the truth. I, I don't know about you, but, but, but listen, if, if, if there's this road that is leading down to destruction, 
If I'm the father, guess what I'll be doing? I'm running. And if Jabez is driving, I'll stand and shout, Stop! Stop! I will let him knock me down in order to force him to stop. But don't do that. Amen. (laughs) You know, Everybody say amen. Yeah, does it make him feel uncomfortable? Of course it makes him feel uncomfortable. But before true peace can come, there must be truth. Amen. I still remember the time. Oh, you know, I love my dear friend, David Chan. You know, he was sitting there and then say that, you know, he, he, he found that he has stage 4 cancer, not long. And... I say, God, he's my friend. I need to say something before anything happened. Okay? And I took a risk. I love you enough and I got to speak the truth in love. I say, David, you need to be baptized in Jesus' name. You know what he said to me? The Lord is dealing with me with that. You just confirm it. Somebody's got to just be uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may be like friction. Why do you want to bother this process? It's not about my deal. It's not about what I want. It's about the truth. And the truth will make you uncomfortable first. Just like Jesus has to be the truth. Amen. He has to die on the cross. He did not. He he says this, you know, I come to bring a sort. Truth sometimes separates. Folks, I'm... I'm damning ahead of my nose, but, but, but I want to explain to you there's a difference between patience and tolerance. Eh? Hello? A- everybody say amen. Come on, are you all with me? I think it's so important because you know what the Bible says in the last days, take heed. Every time, uh, do me a favor, go and study all the take heeds, especially we in the last days. And, and, and when you see take heed, there's one phrase that you say, take heed that no one deceives you. Eh? Meaning that something good like unity can disguise itself. Something good like patience. If, if we are not careful, it can go down this road called tolerance. I, I'll explain to you what I'm talking about. I, I think it will help you when I explain the difference within patience and tolerance. Okay? Second Timothy Peter chapter 3, verse 9. Okay, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. Okay, the scripture says, The Lord is not slack concerning His promises, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us word. It says long-suffering. Or another word for long-suffering is patience. Okay, it did not say the Lord is tolerance. Tolerate. It says long-suffering to us word, not willing that... Any should perish, but all should come to repentance. Patience is a virtue. Everybody say amen. One that is of necessity to succeed in life. It is where we should aspire to have more of a muscle to flex as we work towards our ultimate goal. It is what gives us the strength to perceive uh, and, and perseverance to keep moving forward until that patience becomes tolerance. Let me say that again. Until patience becomes tolerance. Again, the leadership traits is that one must be found patient 
you know, and, and tolerance are often of the one of the same thing, but they really have a different meaning. When, and, I, and I do admit that there are times in order to maintain unity in a relationship, you have to have patience and you have to tolerate. Everybody say amen. However, when it comes to the word of God, I will not tolerate. Okay? There are some things I can let go. There are some things I cannot let go. Are you with me? I mean, I cannot let go. I'm using my son-in-law as, a, as, as an example. If you beat my daughter, I cannot tolerate. No, he's, he's a good man. Amen. Wave at me, Brother Sean. Amen. He's a very good man. Okay. But if he, listen very carefully, beat my wife, hey, not my wife, my, 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 my daughter, I will not tolerate that at all. Come on, are you with me here? Come on, are, are you with me? Come on, I need you all to agree with me. Amen. Amen. I mean, abuse cannot be tolerated. Okay, so let's, let's find the meaning of the word patience. First, patience is defined as a determination, resolve, tenacity, endurance, and single-mindedness. All good qualities when you're reaching towards the goal is ahead of you. It means that taking a step-first approach, but also willingness to work and wait as things unfold. Amen. That I still want the best. It's the highest common denominator, not the lowest common denominator. A church, we must strive to become perfect as Christ is perfect. We have to strive for, a, 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 you know what? Not the lowest common denominator. We have to strive for what? Being a proactive. Everybody say proactive. And walks towards, you know what? A highest common denominator. Amen. Are you with me? Tolerance, on the other hand, is defined as lenient, indulgent, permissive, endurance, instead of wanting for things to unfold while continuing to work towards your goal. Tolerance it means putting up with something that is not working. Amen. When you move from patience to tolerance, you shift from a steadfast resolve of accomplishing your goal to a flat-out acceptance of not reaching it. And let me tell you something. Sometimes it's difficult to maintain a right spirit. Amen. Because after sometimes you get so unbothered by it anymore. Sometimes you just get, ayah, bopian na. It's me bopian. I mean, if, 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 you know, I have seen abuse relationship where the person say bopian. I'm patient, but I will not tolerate things that has got to do with abuse. You're, you're looking at me real strange. Am I making sense? You know, the Bible says he's patient. That means his words are always true. Come on, everybody. He's waiting for us with our patience, the Holy Spirit. He's using trials to make us more like Him. Amen. You know, but don't count slackness on God's part just because you don't see judgment right away. Amen. It's a matter of time before things are going to be exposing and God is always right. Amen. Are, are you with me here? You know, why is this important? Because we are living in an age where they say oh, tolerance is important and then they tolerate those people cannot be tolerant. I say, preach to your own doctrine. <laughs> You're not tolerating because there are some things that I will not tolerate. The, I, I will still go back to the Bible for the definition of marriage. 
Thank you for that overwhelming response. Come on, are you with me? Come on, everybody say amen. There are some things that when the Bible says, I will not tolerate. Amen. But I'm patient with the processes. I will pray. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Am I making sense here today? You know, yes, yes. When, when there are times when, when truth cross you the wrong way, but it's needed to cross you the wrong way so that you will lead you to repentance. Amen. That's why in the service, we've got to be careful. We don't just want to offend people unnecessarily. I want them to be offended for the right reason. The gospel will offend. First of all, the gospel says this, you are a sinner. That offends, eh? see me. I, I, I once a while go and help in charity organization. You know, you can see my donation. You know, I say, no, 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 that don't cut it out, brother. Uh, come on, the gospel offense. Eh? Before it can become a good news, it must become a bad news first. Eh? <laughs> come on, eh? are you with me? Amen. Sometimes we don't want to offend people. Uh, uh, but how would they know? You know, if, if my doctor don't want to offend me, that's it. If, if, if let's say I'm sick, he needs to tell me I'm sick. Don't tell me everything is okay. Go, go for your vacation and in the midst of the vacation, I vomit and, and faint and, and all these things and, and you know, stuck in, in that country and then to take me back home is $80,000. Tell me. Amen. Tell me. And, and the community of people that God expects is to speak the truth in love. Leh. It's not just about politically correct one. Eh? Oh, I think, you know what I've learned when I deal with people? Listen, I, I learned deal with people. There's always two sides of the coin, man. Amen. Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. There's always two sides of the coin. Eh? And then we, we in the church trying to speak the truth in love and, and trying to help you understand. But sometimes our lust gets in the way. Whatever I want to do gets in the way. And the worst part is that you, you start to complain, you start to be careful that you were souls discord. Amen. Come on, are you with me? I, I'm telling you this, you know, yes, I'm for unity, but not unity at any cost. Everybody say amen. amen. You know, Truth must come first. You know what's one prerequisite that we don't get deceived in the last days? They must be lovers of truth. Amen. First Thessalonians talks about it. And you know what? Listen, very carefully. The Antichrist is at the stage right now. It's, it's at the verge. You know, it's sad. You know, they interview 100 Christians. 47% believe that Jesus Christ is coming back again. 47%. How many of you believe that Jesus Christ is coming back again? Wave your hand. <laughs> Amen. I mean, I hope there's a hundred percent here. Amen. Uh, because we, are, I hope that you understand these are the signs of the times. This makes people want to walk. Amen. Watch and pray. Amen. No girl, no guy is worth losing your oneness with him. You have to be very careful. You know, when this grabs hold of me, I have only one desire. And, and that's something that, 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 that I see that is a bit lacking in our new converts. 
You know, when I saw this oneness, I saw this who Jesus is and salvation plan, the first thing that came to my mind, my father and my mother needs this. My brother needs it. Matthew and Elvin needs this. And I will spare, you know, and sometimes overzealous, okay? Everybody is zealous. You know, we over there. Oh, come on, everybody, you've been there before. You're so zealous and then you just, ah, you, you just vomit everything out and then your parents are in there, wow, you know. And, 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 and that was what happened to me, overzealous. You know, and I, I went to the army. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm a hard rock person. That means I listen to Led Zeppelin, Eagles and all kinds of, 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 of music you're talking about. I back mask everything. And then I still remember when I received the Holy Ghost, I walk in. I told my friends, I got the Holy Ghost. Then they look at me. So? So? <laughs> oh, I took my, 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 my mini compo. I carry it over to them. Now you can have this. I throw all the cassette away. They were like, huh? What happened to you? I'll tell you what happened. God came in. Then they look at me. Wow, more siao, this guy. <laughs> you know, it's uh, getting crazy and crazy. And, and let me tell you something. No. All my friends couldn't handle the conversion that I had. Like. You know, and then my, my friends go pray. You know, I, I, I love to pray. But when they go pray, I still remember the boot store. Uh, OCS, the boot store. Yeah. I, I don't know, I still can smell the leather, everything, and all the smelly feet, but, 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 but I go to the boot store to pray together with my Muslim friends. They say, hey, we sambayang, I also want to sambayang. <laughs> I say, but are you Christian? Leh? I say, never mind, I want to pray, I want to seek God. Say, but we fast, I also fasting. They look at me and say, you weird, leh. this is the first time I met a Christian like that. Leh. You know, and then, you know, and, and I was abrasive. You know, I would, I, I, you know, in my vocab, in everything that I said, at least uh, within five minutes, you hear a four-letter word, one. Eh? Wow. Then I'll use the word, and then the sister Jenny say, oh, you shouldn't use this word. You shouldn't use this word. You shouldn't use, oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't know, okay, okay. You know, like, like, like sister Jenny was the one that used, she says that, don't use the word D-A-M-N. It's not good. Oh, really? I didn't know. Okay, okay, change already. But my friend couldn't take it. They all want to provoke me. Like. They say, oh, call yourself a Christian. Oh, call yourself a Christian. Oh, call yourself a Christian. Every day like that. And then I always run to the squash court. I remember. I run to the squash court and I pray, God, forgive me. Every day. Because they were giving me hell. I'm trying to live a Christian life. It, it's like, it's like every day walking to the mother. Leh. My friend couldn't handle this crazy guy, this, this guy that always asks us to go and smoke, this guy that always do this thing, not become a Christian and his life so changed, I cannot take it. Leh. And some of you were like that as well. When, when you become a Christian, you come home, things change. You, you start to live for God, you start to go prayer meeting, they're wondering, hey, hey, go, they will tell you, go clubbing. Leh. I say, the one, I go church. And then your parents will wonder, you go clubbing better, you can find a wife there. No, 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 I'm going to church, I'm fasting, I want to read my Bible, huh? Uh, hey, hey, turn on TV. Yeah, now open, turn on TV. I don't want to watch TV anymore. They think you see already and they worry. Y'all remember those days? Come on, wave your hand at me. Amen. And say that, huh? Why your dressing all changed? 
Huh? Why? Because we, there was something about that glory that changes us. It's not about, about, about what man's outward appearance because we met God and that's why we want to please Him. He's so real that every morning I still remember uh, 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 Chinatown Point. You know, some of you remember uh, the glory. We hungered to be there at 7 a.m. just to pray, to feel that glory. Now, 8.10. Still haven't come. <laughs> Everybody say praise God. I still remember carrying my sofa with, 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 with baby... Jabez, you know, put it down there and pray because the glory draws me. I cannot describe it's a drawing effect. It's a supernatural God. And then slowly, you know, back to the story army, you know, and I was living for God and like I caused division, like I'm the blame. You know, they say, oh, let's go clubbing. Uh. You know, my, my friend all go out. Let's go clubbing. Uh. You know, last time we used to go hard rock. Let's go clubbing. You know, I say, oh, I cannot go there anymore. Yeah, you again. You again. Will you stop being so radical or not? They say that to me. I say, you guys go ahead. My heart was broken. My heart was broken. Things that I used to do, I don't do it. They call you outcast. My mother said, oh, it's I was praying for salvation for my family. And then my mother was start to fear because, you know, I start fasting. And already I was, you know what's my nickname? Uh? Believe it or not, my nickname was Tao Ye. I know now you all cannot see the Tao Ye. Now it's the chubby Korean Tao Ye. <laughs> Amen. My wife said, you still Tao Ye, but you are the Korean version, the fat one. <laughs> Amen, okay, you know But let me tell you this, right My schedule of my devotion And I'm not trying to say this to impress anybody Because there was a hunger Every alternate day Before the church even asked me to fast I fasted And sometimes I hungered Because good way to fast You know, I stopped buying cigarettes I stopped buying all those things I stopped listening to all those rock music But I thought my friend would understand Every one of them persecuted me. Then I understand the scripture says that they will, you will be persecuted for righteousness sake. Your family will start to persecute you in the beginning. It's not that it's something that you did wrong. Something has influenced you and, 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 and truth has walked in. And, and sometimes people don't understand truth. But you've got to be patient with them. I, I say again, you've got to be patient with them because, hey... Jesus warned his mom and his brother only after he resurrected. Yeah, you have to suffer. You have to suffer persecution. You have to suffer all these things, but you continue to walk in the light. You continue to walk in the light. I'm here to tell you the good things. My, 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 my in-laws and, and, and my parents have been baptized in Jesus' name, have been filled with the Holy Ghost because they saw that change in me. Amen. Then my son was lost, but now his son is bolo young eh. Yeah, you know, now he's a preacher of the gospel. I don't know how that works, man. But I have to go through certain things that I don't quite understand, but it is you standing for truth that matters. Amen. Amen. 
you know what? I, I, I could have played a political game, but you know, I've noticed something. If I don't embrace the spirit of truth, something, another spirit will come upon me. Leh. It's called the spirit of tolerance. Eh? It's a spirit of compromise. Eh? Amen. Amen. And then when you have a spirit of compromise, listen very carefully now. You will never, God will never give you a spirit of truth anymore because you shut that door. That you fail to see more mysterious things about God. Amen. Uh, are you with me here today? You know, I, I, I know that I'm talking about things that, 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 that you have to, to, to ask God how you're going to apply this in your context, in your given situation. Because the hardest people have to deal with is the mother, the, he says the mother, the mother-in-law, <laughs> the father, the father-in-law. He says in-law, huh? not say outlaw. Huh? Read properly, he says in-law, especially those that are closest to you, going to rub you the wrong way. Come on, everybody say amen. You know who gives us the most problem? The people we love the most. Cor correct or not? Come on, wave your hand at me. You know, you thought that, hey, you should be happy. I was, I was telling my mom, I want to go Bible school. Eh. Say, huh? I mean, say, why so holang? Eh? You know, mom. You know, she said, you're supposed to go Canada eh, and get your degree. Eh. I said, I don't feel that way. You know, I thought they would be happy that your son wants to, to, to save, help the world to become a better place. They say, I'm crazy. Amen. But never did I know that I just hung in there. Truth has grappled. The spirit of truth, the spirit of what God wants to do in me was overwhelming. Amen. Yes, yes, you know, there are times I say that, I have to bring my father there. I know you love me. I know you want to do your bit, but would you respect my decision, Dad? Then I want to put you... I, 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 I want to do this because I, there's nothing else that I want to do. I can see myself. Dad. And you know, he looked at me and says, you know what, son? You're 21 years old. I will not tell you what you want. If this is what you want for your life, you have my support. You have me and my mom's support. But it took a while. It took a while of me being a good boy. <laughs> oh, oh, not being a good boy. The Holy Spirit working through me. I still remember the first time when God told me, you need to seek your parents' forgiveness. Oh, I tell you, this one was the toughest. I was shaking over. I said, huh? What did I hear rightly? You know, I need to seek. I went at night and I remember very clearly. I go to a ma, ma. Forgive me. And I, I seek for his forgiveness and the presence of God just filled that room. Amen. Oh. Yes. Truth will separate. But for a while, if you let truth have its way, there are conversations that you need to take. You know, but you know what I realized? Conversations that are the most important needs to be said right now before I get so invested in that relationship. It needs to be said. Because you want God on your, on your side. Leh. Amen. There are things that I have to say to my children, they don't like it. But I say, I am being a dad. Okay? I love you. 
and I have to say it, just tolerate with me for a while, <laughs> whether you take it or not, I have to say because I love you. Are, are you all with me here? Amen. You know, so many times, you know, I, I, I'm reminded and I'm going to close with this story. You know, if you would imagine the story of Lord, what would happen if, you know, when you study the story of Lord, you think it's just about Lord. Do you know, the king of Sodom and Gomorrah had an encounter with Abraham. You know, before that, you read the scripture. You know, they know about Abraham. Eh? They know that Abraham is a superpower. Eh? Because that power that took over their possessions was another ally. This group of people that they were fighting another king. Then, in the middle of fighting the king, they kidnapped who? Lord. You remember the story of Lord? <laughs> and then, Abraham said, oh, my loved one is in trouble. He's going to send 300 over, I think 331 soldiers over and capture Lord back. Amen. And free him. So his name was quite a big deal, Lord. You know, Lord is a big deal. In Sodom and Gomorrah, it's a big deal because you know what? These 331 people can conquer this group that they cannot conquer. But... You see, the thing about Lord, he was a man of influence, but you have never seen records about him speaking about the lifestyle Sodom and Gomorrah people led. He kept quiet. Even he kept quiet to his sons-in-law. Until the sons-in-law, when he told them, he's going to destroy. You know what they say? They mock him. Read the scripture. They mock him. And, and, and you know what I've, I've realized? You know, in my role as a parent, my parent think role is not make my children happy. Hello? There are some things I'm going to walk in there by the power of the Holy Ghost. And I speak in the spirit of love. That needs to be said. If you carry on this path, you're going to end up in big trouble. Make up your mind. That's love. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. And, and for some of you, you never had somebody be so straightforward with you. It's not a form of rejection. But it's a form of correction. Don't mistaken correction for rejection. Somebody needs to stand up to you and say, you are flirting with sin. No matter what you call it, you flirt, 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 flirt. You know, guess what? You're going to pay for it. And please, listen very carefully. Do not let the next generation suffer because of the lack of voice of echo that will speak the truth in love. You can stop this. You can stop it. You can put admonition and rebuke. You can stop bad behavior. If you are rewarding bad behavior, you are guilty. There are some things I have to tell my children. You want to do this? The door is open. This house is not mine. It belongs to the Lord. And if I give to the Lord, then I have to succumb to His rules, right? Right? Nothing personal. Amen. And we all got to figure that how we're going to do it. I know it's a very tough conversation. But if you don't start, it gets tougher. Until the point that you cannot do it anymore. 
Everybody say praise God. Yes, I agree. Unity is not that simple. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. Uh, yes, I am for unity, but truth comes first. Truth is what balances unity. Amen. Are, are you all with me? Come on. You, 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 you know, sometimes I also like to test my friends. Eh? If I do something wrong, will they tell me straight? Or am I a playmate to you? You know, when you read the scripture, uh, Paul wasn't miss, miss. If you are in fornication, he said, don't even eat with those that have fornication. Eh? So that he know this, this, this rejection is the rejection of lifestyle, not the rejection of the person. Eh? Read! <laughs> it's found in the word. But now we think, oh, we must show enough love, 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 love until we love the person come to the Lord. And the person will feel like, oh, I don't need to change what? Hello? Come on. You know that the, the, the unequally yoked scripture is not just for those that are married. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, it's, it's, and, and I'll tell you what's wrong with that. If we allow that, right? Remember the story of how... You know, Joshua is supposed to go conquer, is supposed to win, but there was this guy by the name of uh, Achan or Achan. Achan. You all remember the story? Achan? Achan kept an idol there. And because of that, guess what happened? They lost the war. They couldn't have total control. And we are a royal priesthood. Holy nation. You know, I, I come today. This is not an easy message, even for me. I hope you understand that I today preach with heaviness. I was praying, God, help me. Because you know what? I don't want to lose you all. I, I, I tell you, who is the right mind wants to be ex I mean, exclusive when it comes to truth? But there are some things that need to be said. And I don't say because I hate you. I say with a spirit of meekness. I say, when we go over there, if I make a mistake, I'll be your servant. Okay? Forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But my goal is not to make the church happy. Amen. But I'll do whatever I can. To make it easy along the way. Oh, by the way, huh? Farrell Road, you know, that, 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 uh, that hall, a uh, complimentary car park, okay? Okay, everybody say, praise the Lord, lah. They change topic, ah. come on. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, but again, you know, I think for the family, sometimes I stop doing certain things because I'm a leader. I can't do those things. I can't post things up. I can't say things that I want to speak in my mind. How much more ambassadors of Jesus Christ? Amen. Are, are you all with me here? Are, are you all okay with this? Yes, I'm for unity, but at the same time, let's unite 
for the same reason, so that we can worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Amen. Pray for your pastor. Pray. Pray for me. My natural tendency is let's be happy. And let's not talk. Because it's an easier route to go. It is a very painful thing when you have to say it and people misunderstand you. And all you want to do is to think for their future. And you know what? I do know that no matter what happens, if you decide whatever you want, we will still be here for you. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Amen. Okay. Please pray for me, especially in the last days. You see things are coming before us. Things that we cannot say. Things that the government will be slowly. It's coming. It's coming, folks. It's coming. I am seeing things in the, happening in the States that I'm so astonished. You have to pray that we can live a peaceable life. That we can have that godly devotion in the midst of living that peaceable life. Amen. You are challenged left, right in your schools. Things that you should do. Your children are listening to things. Therefore, I say again, uh, on the, is it uh, 15, is it 15? 17 of February, I'm, 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 I'm inviting the whole entire church. There is a, a documentary that I want to show the entire church. It's called, What is a Woman? Okay, this is a profoundly good documentary. Please, it's, you know, for the member of Tabernacle of Joy, how uh, the situation about this, this, this whole movement, okay, you know, has, has, has taken toll, you know, and, 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 and they are not even sound in their reasoning. So please, come, be a part of it. Why don't we stand? Amen. I, I, I'm done, you know. Again, I, I don't need to elaborate a lot of stuff, but you get the point. You know, yes, we want to unite, but at the same time, I want to unite for the right reason. Amen. Can we just leave our hands? Pray for me. Pray for me as your pastor. Pray, pray for everyone here. Father, right now, we want to take that proactive approach right now, Father. You know, again, Father, your word says, Lord, the lawlessness will abound, Father, in this last days, God, where people will come up with their own truth. Lord, we are living in a time where we cannot say that we have the absolute truth. We are living in a time where some of the people call it post Modernism. Come on, church, pray. Father, I pray right now. God, if there's something that I need, it's the love of truth. Amen. Father, right now, come on, just pray for yourself. Lord, that we will love truth and not sell out, God, right now, God. And God, how that's going to play out in our own individual life, you know. Lord, I know it's not easy for some of them, Lord, I pray. I, I pray right now, God, that you give us courage. You give us courage, oh Lord, to do what's right, God. 
right now that we were the people that we known God God that when we speak we speak the truth in love Father right now in the name of Jesus can we just do that right now come on ask God to help us Father today in these last days help us lead us and guide us let our let our speech be seasoned with salt, Father, right now, God. Lord, let my light, God, bring, Lord, let me be the light and let me be the salt of the earth, God. I pray that you help me be supernaturally natural when I talk to people around me. When I talk about sensitive subject, God, when I confront God, maybe even confront my loved ones, help me. Lord, help me. God, I need you, Lord. I need you. Sometimes we do not know what else to do. And Father, forgive us, God, if we, Lord, we have, Lord, somehow rather tolerated instead of being patient, we have tolerated. Somehow rather, God, that this patience that we have, God, has, has led me down to this road of tolerating. Father, I pray, God, help us, Lord. Help us. Bring me back, God, to that, that, that truth again, Lord. That spirit of truth, God, will come upon us, Lord. Come on, church, lift your hands right now. The Lord is here. Let's humble before God. God, we don't claim to have it, Lord. We thank God. Lord, I'm still very far. But God, because of the blood, Lord, because of the blood, God, I can draw near. Come on, let your voice out right now. I come to you in the name of Jesus. I come to you with this access. You are the truth, the way and the life, Lord. The way, the truth, and the life. Come on, just let your voice out for a moment. Lead me and guide me, Jesus, into our truth, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. I want the church to agree with me right now. I'm going to cast Brother Sam to come. Agree. Pray for your pastor. Pray for me. Can you do that? Can you agree and pray for your pastor that I will lead you to this? The Bible calls it a narrow path. I love every one of you. Sam, would you come? Stretch your hands. Pray. Come on, can we just stretch our hands towards Pastor right now? Some of the leaders, you want to come and pray for your pastor. In the name of Jesus. Father, right now, we want to pray, God, for pastor, God. Lord, we want to pray right now, God. As he leads us, oh God, with, Lord, into this place called truth, oh God. Lord, we ask right now, God, anoint him, oh God. Lord, anoint his hands, oh God, his words, oh God. Lord, we come against any spirit of fear, but we lose, oh God. Lord, that you'll confirm, oh God. Lord, 
the word of truth with your signs and miracles and wonders. Grant him bonus, oh God. Lord, grant him wisdom, oh God, as he leads us, oh God. Lord, we choose not to be afraid, oh God. But Lord, we choose, oh God, because we know if we stand for truth, oh God, you will stand with us, oh God. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we come against the spirit of deception, any compromise right now. Lord, we choose not to walk in the ways of this world. But Lord, we know, God, let the truth, oh God, shine forth from this church, oh God. Starting with our pastor, God, right now, we lose a hedge of protection over him right now, over his mind, over his spirit, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you, God, for his leadership, God. And we pray, oh God, let nothing in this world face him, oh God. But Lord, let your voice be the clearest voice in his ears every single day. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we commit our pastor, his family into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Leave your hands now, I pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, protect us, God. Protect us from any spirit of deception. Lord, I pray, God, you have given this wonderful body of Christ. I pray. Protect their homes, Father. Protect them from any form of deception in these last days, Lord. I pray, God, right now that you give them, Lord, Lord, your strength, that the spirit of truth will guide them, Lord, today. Lord, right now that the children and their children, children will continue. Lord, this legacy of truth, Father, I pray. Lord, that this gospel, God, will be for all generations, Lord, right now. So, Father, I pray right now a hedge of protection, God, upon their minds, upon their spirits, oh God, upon their hearts, Father, right now. In the name of Jesus and all God's people say, Amen. Let's give God praise and let's, let's thank Him for truth. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God bless every one of you. I do not want to take so much of your time, but again, shake hands on your left and the right. Say, you know what? Let's love truth and sell it not. Amen. God bless you.